Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. Sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Let me introduce you to our latest sponsor, the Andre Law Firm. Andre Law can represent you or your business in a variety of civil and commercial matters. Do you have a client that has proven difficult to collect from? Andre Law also specializes in collection law and can expedite your collection on judgments from your defaulting clients. The principal of Andre Law Firm is Tony Andre, a North Miami native with years of experience representing businesses and individuals throughout the state of Florida. Based in Aventura, you can give him a call at 786 708-0813 or visit his website at andrelaw.com again give andre law a call at 786-708-0813 to set up your consultation welcome to three yards per caddy a podcast covering the miami dolphins and the nfl now here's your hosts chris alf and simon Tom Brady took a physical in New York City yesterday where he is currently residing before he makes his move down to Tampa Bay and uh, everything is full go. The contract is signed. Tom Brady now officially a member of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And now I'd like to address the Patriot Nation, uh, their coaches, their fans, their players, and with a great deal of sincerity and from the bottom of my heart, I would just like to say to you, fuck you! <laughs> and we're on, and welcome to another edition of Three Yards with Carry. I'm Alfredo Arteaga. Simon Clancy is here. Chris Kaufman is here. And we'd like to thank our new sponsor to the show, Andre Law. Of course, you, if you need a consultation, you can call him at 786 708 0813. Simon, hmm. something happened this past week, and it's been, it, it feels like it's been four or five years since the news came out, but Tom Brady is no more. Not that he's dead or anything, but he is no longer a New England Patriot, which theoretically should open things up for everybody else in the division, or more likely the Buffalo Bills for now. But this is reason to celebrate, isn't it? It's kind of the, feels like the least important news in the history of the world, given everything else that's going on. But yeah, it's um, yes. Uh, to be fair, it's almost you know I, I'd say we're operating at seventy thirty. The fact he's probably not even going to play this season anyway, because chances are there's probably not even going to be a season or you know or a season that we recognise. So, but yeah, well, um, yeah. I mean, it's it was fascinating to read how it played out and you know Peter King had a great piece this morning about how the deal was done and the phone conversation and and those sorts of things and yeah he's out of the division and the, I think the fascinating thing to watch is you know what are the Patriots going to do are they going to roll with Jarrett Stidham or potentially I've got a, a really good friend who's a Patriots fan and you know he says that you know all bets are off really you look at potential trade partners you look at Stefan Gilmore potentially being moved you look at you know just rolling up picks I mean it would be archetypal New England to have Tom Brady for 20 years and then find a way to get Trevor Lawrence or 
take tour from us or whatever. So, you know, who knows? But yeah, I mean, it's great. You know, what a career, but great to have him out of the division and the conference, in fact. I, yeah. I can't celebrate because it's coming to Tampa. He's bringing his mouth kissing, <laughs> Corona spreading ass to Tampa, to my area. So I, I'm not going to get away from him. He's, he's right here. If I run into him, he's probably going to mouth kiss me. And, uh, Buck fans were buying up those tickets like, like hotcakes, Chris. I don't know if you. Heard oh man. That. Yeah. Bucks fans are, are pretty, pretty jazzed about it. Although some of them, there's a, there's a healthy amount of really a 43 year old, you know, I don't think that super, that really supercharges anything. Um, but they do have a lot of weapons here and who knows, uh, who knows what could really happen. Cause I, the, the combination of Bruce Arians and Tom Brady I, I really like that so uh well I like Bruce Arians and just about anybody but yeah. um but when you also have Mike Evans and Chris Godwin that's a, it's that's a nice uh, add-on so I don't think that team's great though I mean you know you look at it uh, people talk about oh you know I had people saying I did a podcast over here the other day and people were saying oh um you know Tampa nobody's ever played in the Super Bowl in their home stadium and I mean, you look at that roster and there's a significant amount of work, <clears throat> excuse me, that needs to be done. You know, that offensive line is, you know, interior-wise, it's fine. But, you know, there's one, there's essentially one tackle at the moment because uh, because DeMar Dotson's a free agent and Donovan Smith has not played anywhere. He's exceedingly average, Donovan no, Smith. I agree. <clears throat> you look at the running game, you know, um, Peyton Barber's a free agent. So, you know, you're relying on Ronald Jones who hasn't done a lot. You know, if Evans or Godwin, great as they are, if they get hurt, it's literally a bunch of XFL and CFL guys behind them. Two good or two interesting tight ends, Bray and the, you know, overwhelmingly underachieving OJ Howard. You know, I like them, like I said, I like the middle three of Marpit and Alex Kapper and um, who's the center they got? Ryan Jensen, the center I thought played really well last year, but I think they're a mile away on offense. And again, you know, defensively, they've got a lot of really good young players in that secondary, but the key is they're really well young. and also up front i mean they got yeah. Vita Vea and they've you know still got levante david and uh and you know Definitely of course right. there's Shaq Shaq barrett it's probably he's, he's returning right he's he's on yeah, the franchise it's looking that, that way yes so i mean and then the back end carlton davis and jamel dean that's clearly a, yeah. a very up-and-coming young young, young guys you know you look at yeah you know, Murphy but, and still and stewart and yeah no, i mean they're they're getting jason pierre paul back um and and he he played really. He still played really well last year because uh, I was looking at him. I was looking at Shaq Barrett, of course, and and of course I'm. I can't help but see that Jason Pierre-Paul is still playing really well. Um, mm-hmm. So I it's, I wouldn't be surprised really if they competed uh, for it all because basically. So you you talk about like OJ Howard, the underachiever that he is, but add Tom Brady to the question. Maybe he's not an underachiever anymore. Um, and then you look at the, okay, on the offense, uh, right or not right tackle, tackle and running back. Well, this is a strong tackle draft. And there's a set of, we'll talk about running backs later, but there's a set of five or maybe even six running backs that could make an impact in this draft. And, um, and so before you know it, just add a few pieces in the draft. And it's like, yeah, they might, they might actually be something. I don't know what, but, you know. It's there. Seriously, if they're going to get that tackle, <clears throat> they're going to have to move up. There's no way that they're going to get one of those tackles at 14. Not with essentially, you look at what well, the Jets, the Browns, maybe the Jaguars, the Cardinals, maybe the Panthers. No, uh, I, I don't agree. I think uh, I think you can Giants. expect there's there's five tackles in this draft, right? We've talked about this many times. There's you know Jedrick Wills and. Mackay Becton, in no particular order, um, and Andrew Thomas, and uh, Josh Jones, and uh, who's the guy I'm forgetting? Um, Werfs. Werfs, Tristan Werfs. And one of those fives is going to be available at 14. One of those fives is going to definitely be available at 14. Um, they have to probably make sure it's the right one. It would be one I of the big that. four. Yeah, I mean, well, they, have, they probably have to make sure it's one of the ones that can play left tackle, right? Because... Yeah. Is that is that the issue? I mean, I, we don't trust Donovan if they want, Smith. If they want Josh Jones, they could get him at fourteen. I yeah, think yeah, he's going to be there. No, no and and he's really good. I think he's a really good. He's a really good tackle. He's not. He's not the sort of um, you know guy who doesn't know how to play yet, like Austin Jackson. Right? We've, yeah. we've been through that. Um, yeah, I don't get that one. I don't. I don't get that. The love for him. All I mean, he, yeah, he's a Austin Jackson's physically 
physically very good, but he doesn't know how to play the position. Um, Josh Jones is physically very good, but does know how to play the position. And he showed out well in senior bowl. He showed it. Um, I think that, uh, and that was the, that was the big missing thing for him because he had such a powder puff schedule at Houston. Um, but he showed out at the senior bowl. So I think that that answered the question that needed to be answered. So if they were to get him, you'd have to say this, this is looking pretty good. Um, I think they're all you have to do is add a running back, right? Yeah. Yeah. And they're also helped by that division, you know, Carolina's in the toilet and Atlanta's not that great. Although they finished the season off pretty good last year, but they're not Mm -hmm. that great. So it's a two horse race. It's them and the saints. And they always traditionally, for whatever reason, play the saints really, really tough. And and Tom Brady and Drew Brees. Oh, you know, that's box office. Yeah. The only thing the only thing I see where this could blow up in their face is that you kind of want to get the ball downfield to Mike Evans and, and Chris Godwin and you got mm-hmm. Tom Brady. This is not the best yeah. deep ball. And this is in two thousand seven. No, it's <laughs> this not. This isn't when he when he could bomb it at Randy Moss in two thousand seven all. Yeah, all no, game it's long. not. So I don't know. Uh, you know, on paper, you know, all systems go, but I'd be suspicious of it. But what I like is he's just the hell out of here. So yeah. theoretically right. he's not our problem. No, he's well, not. He's my problem because no. he's yeah. still in my town. Well, yeah, he's still around to you. But as far as the AFC East, he's no longer here. And so are seven other starters for the New England Patriots. So you got to think they're taking a step back this coming season. Jared Stidham, really? That's the plan? Mm. Okay, I guess. It's the Trevor but, tank. But Simon, is it as simple as we're chasing the Buffalo Bills now? Um, I think the Bills are significantly further ahead than the Dolphins. You know, quarterback aside, they they seem to be a fairly, you know, locked and loaded roster. Uh, it's a huge year for Josh Allen. Yeah. Um, but you know, because ultimately, by the end of the year, they're going to have to make the decision. They kind of, uh, and I think we should essentially call it the Trubisky rule from this for, from this day forward. They are essentially going to have to parlay the Trubisky rule as to whether or not Josh <laughs> is the guy they want to go forwards with or, or not. Um, there's some talk today I certainly saw both in Peter King's column and in Albert Breer's that you know Cam Newton was a potential landing spot in Buffalo um, so yeah we shall see but the Bills have got a really good team um, and Sean McDermott's a really good coach so I think the Dolphins are, are, are way behind that and look we used to still you know there's still a lot of holes we've still got issues at running back um, you know I, I'm not sold on you know, I'm not sold on necessarily what they've done on the offensive line. I don't think um, Ted Karras is is a great player. I think he's a, you know a really good backup to have at all three positions inside. Eric Flowers, I remain to be convinced on. Um, they've not answered the tackle question. The assumption is that Jesse Davis is going to play one of those two spots on the right hand side, which doesn't fill me with glee. So, you know, that that that's a big issue. There is no long term quarterback plan. Um, you know, yeah. yet. I mean, you know, obviously what happened, the secondary looks sexy. Um, it could do with a, you know, a safety, which we'll discuss as we move forward, close to the draft and, and which kind of flavor that safety um, that, that safety is. But, you know, I think we got better, certainly. But I, I'm not sold that we're going to be pushing hard at the Bills' heels. I think uh, there's a small period of Buffalo domination. And it depends, you know, and they could go very, very deep depending on how the quarterback plays. You know, what's interesting about the division is, I, I guess, I would say three out of the four teams, fans in the division, would all probably claim that they have the best quarterback in the division, yeah. <laughs> and um, and and none of them are New England. So um, so yeah. I think that that's a that's that's a nice uh, that's a flip. Uh, the Dolphins fans, of course, are going to say that Ryan Fitzpatrick. And there were times last year you can't you couldn't argue with it that uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick is the best quarterback and remaining in the division. And but at the same time, you take Sam Darnold really high, and he has the stretches that he had. You've got to be able to claim that he is the best. And um, and I'm probably the only one that thinks that Josh Josh Allen is the best in the division. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean it's 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 an interesting. It's turned upside down. Uh, I know that I know what you're saying about Buffalo having a strong team. It got stronger. They um, they added uh, Stephon Diggs, right? And they mm-hmm. they made that trade. Um, and, uh, and the, but the dolphins, you, you got to give it up for them. Uh, you look across that defense and it start, you know, there still needs some tweaking, right? But you, 
add one say maybe one or two uh safeties to the mix with the dolphins and get bobby mccain working the slot more often with byron jones and Xavier howard on the outsides and kyle van noy you know raekwon mcmillan and uh and and jerome baker and then uh all all that defensive front talent between Christian Wilkins and the new guys Shaq Lawson and uh, and Emmanuel Ogba as well as as well as Devon Godshaw and maybe add another guy in there. It's starting to, at least it's starting to make a lot of sense. It's it's starting to make a lot of sense. It look like it could be competitive immediately. You just got a, a few more key pieces to get in there. Where I'm I, I share Simon's concern on the offense, um, particularly the offensive line, I think I've, I think I've heard Simon and, and you, Alf, um, mentioned before the offensive line plan maybe isn't, hasn't come to full fruition yet. And, no, it's uh, it's, it's still, it's still, it's still lacking. <laughs> um, to be honest, I, I don't, I don't buy that Eric flowers at left guard as a marquee free agent signing is, it's not terrible. I, I argued against the idea that it was terrible, but um, but this is you know Ted Karras and Eric Flowers. That's that's healing the uh, the the awful awful offensive line that we had. No, I don't get that. No, it's not. No. It's it's really not. Um, it's a lot of wishing. It's not even getting us to average. It's not even getting us to average. Uh, we've still got work to do before we can even get to uh, get up to average. A lot of work to do, like heavy work to do. So, um, and then there's still a bereft running back position, although we did get Jordan Howard. I just don't know what he's got to offer us at this point in his career, um, personally. I think he's a really nice number two if he can stay healthy. Yeah, he can block well. Yeah, and I like the work that he did in Philly early in the season when, you know, he played really, really well against Green Bay, really Mm -hmm. well against Green Bay. Um, and if he's healthy, I think he's very effective, um, but, well, you know, yeah. we, we aren't too far removed from him being one of the elite running backs mm. in the league. And he's only I thought, I thought yeah, but it does go quick. It yeah, does it does. go quick with the running back. Look yeah. at Todd Gurley. God. Yeah. Oh, no. Uh, he's, yeah. Fallen, he's fallen completely off, the, uh, off a cliff. Yeah, I think the hope here with the Buffalo Bills is that the Bills turn into the long line of defensive-centric teams that end up falling flat on their face the following year, namely, like, the Chicago Bears. But – I don't know. Uh, that, I think Sean McDermott's like, a significantly better coach than Matt Nagy, though. Yes. Yes. I, I think I the interesting think thing about the Dolphins. I think the interesting thing about the Dolphins is that you look at it and you look at the way the offensive line is, and I could see a scenario if they kept all those fourteen picks of them using at least five or six of them on the offensive line just to make it a competition. Just you know, just to increase mm. competition. You know, they had to bring in what three tackles. Yeah. yeah. A center. Two guards minimum. I mean, and just chuck everybody. Well, will they even beat. bring in a center now? Oh. I mean, are they done? I mean, they're. they're oh, you they got to wonder sure. because if they if they're moving, if they're moving over uh, our favorite player, um, you know, uh, I'm forgetting his name now. Uh, Left Dieter. guard, piece of shit. Um, yeah, Dieter. Michael Dieter. If they're moving over Michael Dieter to center, which he couldn't, for all we know, I mean, he could look good there. Um, plus Ted Karras. I mean, they're that's pretty much done. At, at the center position. And so you wonder if they're, I, I heard, I heard somewhat from a, a, a league source, and this was a, a league scouting source that uh, the dolphins would be probably done in the interior offensive line uh, as far as the draft is concerned. And yes, I, I share your concern about that, but, um, but it's going to be the focus on tackle. Cause as you say, you know, it's right tackle, it's left tackle. And frankly, I'm, not even sure we have the swing position. No, um, I don't think they have anything. Pat. They don't have anything at the tackles unless you're counting Jason. Well, I, I do believe, like I said before, I believe that uh, Eric Flowers could sub in there and certainly be better than what we had in 2019, but that's not hard. Um, that's not hard to get better than that. So, but yeah, I mean, and certainly Jesse Davis could swing into right tackle from wherever he is from right guard. Um, in an emergency. So I, I, I do kind of somewhat get that we have the, the break in case of emergency plans in place at the left and right tackle positions, but we don't have starters. <laughs> so it's like, you know, uh, that you, you're kind of missing, you're missing, you got a car without an engine. I mean, that's no. what's going on. Um, yeah, it's, it's, 
it's still looking like a mess to me on the offensive line. The, the plan clearly, though, with these tackles, and let's just say for argument's sake that the tackles are uh, Ezra Cleveland and Lucas Niang left and right, and then it goes yeah. to Cle- let's just say it's Cleveland, Flowers, Karras, Davis, Niang. That's the offensive line. C- clearly, because the quarterback, whoever it is, is unlikely to start in 2020. It's about getting a unit working together Mm -hmm. and getting experience for those tackles because unless something dramatic happens, we're going to be starting two rookie tackles this season, right? I mean, uh, because I can't, you know, they might swing a deal for Trent Williams, but it it doesn't feel likely. Um, I suppose the difficulty with Williams is that, you know, especially given the the situation that he had, he's somebody that you really do want to get your own team doctors to get a handle on, isn't it? It's not, you know, with the coronavirus, it makes it very difficult or and impossible to actually get out and give him a proper physical and get him, you know, see where he is right. mentally and physically with the, having had the, the chemo and the, and the tumor and that sort of thing. So um, that's quite a difficult one to get across the line. So I, I want, because clearly there is clearly there has been a plan and clearly you could see from the work they've done with those 10 signings or how many signings there were, there is a plan, strengthen special teams, bring in good human beings, you know, attack, the defensive line, as we said, that they almost certainly would. Um, they were some of the things that they clearly got done. Bring in the big banner free agent to pair up, and you know you got a lockdown cornerback situation now. Um, well, yeah, and and insurance policy for Xavier, and yeah, absolutely, and also and also a premier guy opposite him. You know, the interesting, the interesting guy is yeah, exactly. The interesting guy as well is obviously still out there, and that's Logan Ryan. Um, right, interesting. Be interesting to see what happens with What's him. What's interesting is that when Gregory started, he wanted somewhere north of ten million dollars a year. Yeah. I think that that went out the window. Yeah. Well, if he's if he's down there right now, then they have to start having conversations about looking at Bobby McCain's contract uh, yeah. um, compensation versus the guy that they would they might be more comfortable with in that slot position mm-hmm. with uh, with Logan Ryan, and um, it, it could come could become a, a hard decision. Frankly, I've, I'd heard that there might even be a decision. I know that wouldn't be very popular with some people, but even on the offense uh, at wide receiver where we have Albert Wilson still hanging on there, yes. but very highly paid, very highly. Let's not, I mean, I think it's, I think it's working out to like $10 million this year or something like that. Isn't it? Um, yeah. I think it's very highly it's, paid, but wouldn't you, I mean, you can make a case for you can make a case for Albert Wilson certainly, and I do like the player. But I look at Robbie Anderson, for example, and if he's right off the field, which is a big question because he's supposed to be, he doesn't case. have a great reputation that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, we're talking about a guy that Chan Gailey has experience with, and I think back, I, I get caught up in these things, and I think back to 2001 when Chan Gailey was here as the offensive coordinator, and who did he have? sort of in the, as the third wide receiver that slot guy was Chris Chambers and what did he do I mean he produced a lot as a rookie um he made he made a run at rookie of the year and um and uh, you know Robbie Anderson to me is pretty much exactly like that like Chris Chambers and so I, I wonder about that you know if that fits us better could you make a decision like hey I I get that we don't need to put more resources in the wide receiver but what if we just do a swap and what if we don't need to put more resources into the corner position after already signing Byron Jones and Xavier Howard? But what if we just did a swap with Bobby McCain and Logan Ryan? Hmm. That would yeah. be interesting in, in, in the sense that uh, Logan Ryan was asking for a lot more money than what Bobby McCain is getting paid now. And I guess you would have to get him for a one year deal because he would think that he could put together a season and then get himself paid the following season when mm. the market clears up a little bit. But I don't, you know, I just don't see, I just don't see where it's going to clear up. He's going to have to, he might even go back to, to Tennessee because who's going to pay him? I'm looking at all, at all the, you know, what people have left and he conceivably can get somewhere around five, six, seven million dollars a year on a short deal. Would he want to sign something like that? Or would he just want to sign a one year, eight million dollar deal, which is likely what's on the table now? so yeah, you, you also get the feeling they might just be done until the until the draft right yeah yeah i, I get that sense unless you know an opportunity arises i would say 
Yeah. I think but, the interesting thing going back to wide receivers today was Daniel Jeremiah having us taking Henry Ruggs. Yeah. In the, yeah as his pit. And, it, you know, it's, none of us have really considered wide receiver with Devontae's good year and Preston doing so well and, you know, Jakeem and, and Albert mm-hmm. and Isaiah Ford, who played well down the stretch and stuff. But, you know, those are the things that you kind of you've got to consider and you you know you wonder if daniel's heard anything or whether that's just you know mm. him talking and it could just be the the whole alabama thing yeah 100 with one of his guys again 100 but it's a fit schematically isn't it in it could also of, be that daniel jeremiah forgot that preston williams was still on his team maybe but then henry ruggs is a very different player to anybody that we've you know yes in terms he of his, in terms true. of his size speed combo and he's not just a mm. speed guy either you know he's not um you know, he's significantly more than that. Yeah, I, I just worry Alec. about I just worry about, you know, the footballs and you know, we only play with one and we want to get the ball to these guys and we're gonna throw in as as a first rounder, Henry Ruggs. I don't know. I just Yeah, I mean I, I don't see it, but so many mouths to feed and now you're gonna add another one with another first rounder. But if it, you know, if it, if they're not gonna draft a guard, if they're not gonna draft a center and you think, you mm-hmm. know, there's guys that you can, well that takes that off the board. You know, if they bring in I don't know. It's just uh, it's intriguing to see what those. It's going to be like what tackle, tackle, tackle. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it could be. It yeah. Could well, be, and safety. Yeah. And let's be let's be fair. This the yeah. safety position because I never I never have bought the Bobby McCain at safety thing. No, and I either. think as far as I'm concerned, 2019, it wasn't a disaster with him at safety, but it it sort of was. If you went walked into 2019 skeptical about it, then you walk out pretty sure that you were right. Right. I mean that's. That's how 2019 went about with Bobby McCann at safety. Um, but, and then you have Eric Rowe. And I think that Eric Rowe, I mean, he fits, but he's a specialized player there. He's not, you know, he's not an all-around safety. He's, he's sort of a man coverage specialist type of safety, uh, tight end kind of guy. And, um, and I, I think I have some serious questions about his all-around game as a safety, like I still think of the safety spot as you need two good safeties there. Mm-hmm. You know, even if you have Eric Rowe. Um, and then, realistically so I, for this team, you need three for this well, type of system. I mean, two more, two more yes. in addition to Eric Rowe. So I, I that's oh. why, you know, Ashton Davis, we've talk, talked about him and the, the Cal connection with the, the new DBs coach that we pulled yeah. in. Um, and we all love Antoine Winfield. I think you can uh, make a case for, all four of the big safeties, can't you? Winfield, McKinney, Delpit, sure. and Davis. I think you can make well, a well and Jeremy Chin to to a greater or lesser. Well, extent. Absolutely, yeah, Jeremy Chin <laughs> and, and, and Kyle, Kyle Duggar yeah. and Kyle Duggar. Um, Interestingly, yeah. um, McCain is on the book for five and a half million in twenty twenty. Uh, so his cap hit would be six point two. And he carry five point two dead cap if he was cut. So it's not dramatic. Yeah, he's 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 five and a half million of compensation. That's yeah. not too bad uh, of salary. That's not that's not too bad. That's especially in today's dollars. And he'd be dead cap one point four million in twenty twenty one or seven hundred forty thousand yeah. in twenty two. So it's nothing really, is it? Yeah, it's nothing really. I, I'm not sure they'd really be worried about that. Um, but the it's more that that five and a half million dollars. Like ultimately. Do you want to give a guy five and a half million more dollars this year or not? Um, in this case, that's still pretty cheap. In um, in today's money, you, you look at the the salaries being thrown around today, the a- average annual salaries. It's still um, that's pretty cheap. So it's more like Albert Albert Wilson, who still has the nine and a half million dollar that, compensation. That's a ten ten million eight hundred thirty three thousand cap hit. Right, but carries only one point three dead dead cap. Yeah, and it's and what it means is like he's getting he's getting nine and a half million dollars worth of game checks this year yeah. to keep him, and, and, and that's that's what you don't have to fork over anymore if you if you get rid of him. Yeah, the, the more other you look guy, at that, there's no way there's no way he's on the on the roster this year, right? This well, the other guy, I, I wouldn't say that. I mean, he's they haven't cut him yet. Either. Yeah, they haven't cut him yet, and um and they're these guys are not they're not. I mean, he's done everything right right you know he's yeah. he's come back he's worked hard he's done everything right so i don't see them playing games with him i don't see them being you know, keeping him till the very last minute and then screwing him over on who he can go with if if they weren't if he's not in the plans i think he'd be gone hmm. the other guy i don't see fitting at all um 
and he has a salary of 1.875 and a dead cap of 866,000. So it's nothing is Alan Hearns, which was a weird signing anyway. When that was weird. New contract. That was weird. Uh, that was weird when it happened. <laughs> so yeah. Why wouldn't it be weird going forward? Right. I just don't see any way that he makes, you know, I thought he was outplayed by Isaiah Ford. Mm-hmm. You know, who is earning? Where are we? I mean, oh, he's got a, a $600,000 roster bonus. Yeah. When was that roster bonus payable? Who's that? Hearns. Yeah, he's got a $600,000 roster bonus for 2020. Um, oh, I'm really? curious to know when that becomes payable because if he gets, if they get beyond it, then they're probably yeah, just going to have to keep him. Yeah. Um, um, doesn't say. Yeah, I don't Alan see it. Hearns has a roster bonus uh, payable. Uh, let me see. It says payable. No, it's not on Spotrack. I've already checked. No, it's not. No, it's not. So it's just one of those. Yeah. Yeah. But speaking of the, the free agent hall, I guess it's, I guess we can say that it's complete now. So we can evaluate a little bit. Simon, uh, it's Byron Jones, Kyle Van Oy, Shaq Lawson, Eric Flowers, Emmanuel Ogba, Jordan Howard, Clayton, Ted Karras, Camel Gruger Hill, Adrian Colbert. Pretty yeah. good haul. Missing, I would, in my opinion, a tackle, a guard, possibly. But it doesn't seem like they had many opportunities to get either. No. I mean, I, I, I like what they did, generally. Um, you know, the, the free agent guy, uh, the, the special teams guys, uh, Gruja Hill and um, F- uh, Fajedalem, yeah. um, I thought... Um, both of them former team captains, by the way. Yeah, exactly. Both special teams captains. I think both of them are are not liabilities on the field in, uh, you know, on defense, um, which I think was important. Um, and like you say, two team captains. And, yeah, and look, Hill from, started games for the, yeah. the world champion. Eagles. Yeah, absolutely. So. Um, had a couple of key plays as well in that Super Bowl run. Yes, he did. Um, and you look at all those players, apart from, uh, apart from Carl Van Noy, I think most of them are under uh, 26, 20, you know, most of them are 26, 27 years of age. Mm-hmm. I think it was, I think I counted nine Super Bowls amongst the 10 of them or whatever. So, you know, it's a, it's an intriguing, it's an intriguing group. And I, like I said earlier, I think the team got better. I like the combination of, I like the combination of the, the, the rush guys. And I think there'll be some versatility there in what they're able to do with Lawson and, uh, and Ogbar and, and Van Noy. And obviously Landon Roberts is versatile and, you know, be a big special teams guy. I played a lot of fullback as well. I think for the, you know, caught, I think he even caught a touchdown to me last year, Landon Roberts. So, um, so, against us. Yeah. So I think there'll be, you know, everybody's going to contribute. I think obviously Jones is the Jones is the is the real golden golden hall of that lot. He is um he is an impressive player. One hundred percent. I mean that's that's the best player in free agency. Mm. What what we should do is we should um we should sit here and I'm happy to do it right now, actually. I should, do you want me to load up the draft network and let's do a, a mock draft as we go. Sure. Taking into consideration because then we can all just I can tell you who's on the board. And we can literally, uh, I'm just firing up now. I can literally tell you. Yeah. You fire it up. You fire it up. We'll bullshit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I'm um, going with, so I'm going I, with I would the, say um, one thing I did want to bring up, though, is that while, while you load that shit up, um, is it's interesting if you look at the tackle board that's still out there, free agency, uh-huh. um, there's a lot of old guys out there that have experience playing left and right tackle that you could fall back on and dial up and get you by for a season or try and get you by for a season. If, uh, if things don't pan out and you, you're not able to get the tackles that you wanted to in the draft. I, I just thought that was, it's interesting as you look at it because you see Cordy Glenn out there, you see Jason Peters out there, you know, yeah. you see Jamar Dotson and Calvin Beach. And yeah. Yeah. Um, was a guy that we were into so. I don't know if Jared El- Veld here can still play. Donald Penn, um, Cody Glenn. Cody Glenn. I, I mentioned him. Yeah, he's you know he's he's out there. There's there's guys what about out Greg there. Greg Robinson. Well, you know why haven't yeah. you brought him in? Well, if you're able to get him on work release, uh, then <laughs> then have at it. Uh, so I think that that's one thing. The other thing is uh, Alan Hearns. I found out. I looked at he's what he's getting. That six hundred thousand roster bonuses is 37 and a half thousand per game that he's active. Okay. So, um, so yeah, if you do cut him before he 
you know, goes to any of those games, then you would be saving that. You'd also be saving the uh, $1.9 million base salary uh, by cutting him. So in all, I mean, you'd be saving about $2.5 million if you just got, got rid of him, which kind of makes me think that that could be a training camp cut. Yeah. Right, I'm loaded up seven rounds, the Draft Network's predictive board. Ready? Sure. Let's do this. We better get Tua. Um, You're going to have well, to reset it. It's our pick. Tua is on the board, as is Justin Herbert, CeeDee Lamb, Worth, Spectrum, Brown, Wills, Chase on Tua. Take Herbert. Uh, <laughs> I took Cole McDonald as our Hawaii. <laughs> so I am taking Tua Tungabailoa. There we go. Yes. Um, it always seems to work out that way, which is odd. Um, pick 18. So on the board are, incredibly, Jedrick Wills, Jerry Judy, Andrew Thomas, Christian Fulton. Andrew the running Thomas backs. is still on the board. I think he just answered your question, no? Well, Jedrick Wills is still on the board as well. Jedrick Wills is still on the board, too. Uh, Thomas better. Chris? Um, ooh, Wills got versus one, Thomas is got so one hard. Guy, isn't it? What would uh, – I guess – I'll say this. 18 months ago, everybody had Andrew Thomas higher than Wills. Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, it's a debate. 18 Why months ago, Joe Burrow was going undrafted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. uh, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with I'm gonna stick with Andrew Thomas. Oh, you yeah. So I would have gone with Wills, but it's two to one, so we'll take Thomas. Um, okay. And it was, the, it was the Alabama connection right tackle thing, but we'll take Yeah, I'm, you know, I get it. Oh, Clock's yeah. ticking. We'll take Thomas. There we go. All right. Um, yeah, nice picks. We weren't, we weren't going to get one at 26. I mean, the scholarship, I'm not even going to do this because it, this will never happen, but Jedrick Wills is still on the board. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wills. Did, see, this backs. is the, the conundrum I always run into when I do these things. Well, like, let's yeah. be realistic and just take Antoine Winfield or Lucas Niang. At so, we've got, so we've got Lucas Swift. Lucas Niang that high. Yeah, oh Swift, Taylor, it Dobbin. Happen. It could happen. Josh Jones. We've got Terrell Lewis, Blacklock, Rager. Lucas Niang is the 41st ranked player on here. Cesar Ruiz is 42. Noah Igbehenehe is 45. Anton Winfield, mm. 46. Hmm. Um, Ashton Davis, 56. Jonah Jackson, Matt Hennessy, all still on the board. So, um, unfortunately, the guy who I would take here if he was still on the board, Grant Delpit, is gone. Yeah. What, what was available at, are basically all the running backs available? Swift, Taylor, Dobbins, um, Edwards Hiller In that case, the Dolphins and, and Acres are all on the board. I I do like Swift. I mean, that's that's a um, yeah. I like Swift too. I like him a with, lot. With five on the board and a pick at thirty nine, would you take a running back here? Well, I think that the work that they've done in free agency kind of dictates they're going to have to take a running back eventually. That's going to play a lot. Of course, I'm just thinking if you – I, I right. don't yeah, think no, five are going to go between 26 and 39. Yeah, and but I, I, I want to keep that 39 available for one of the safeties. Okay. Don't you? That, yeah, doesn't cool. that feel right? Yeah. So yeah. you want to take Swift, Taylor, Dobbins? Although Edwards. Minnesota's coming up, and in my, in my mock draft, I have them taking Antoine Winfield and like completing the circle. And so, don't forget, you've still got I'll, a right – we still need a right tackle, and you've still got Cleveland, uh, yeah, Niang – Mm. Austin Jackson on the board. I think now, Lucas Niang is the kind of guy that gets reached yeah, for. And I Matt, think we could Matt be the Pert team doing the, the reach. Yeah, or or Jack Driscoll. He's gonna you're gonna get him later as well. Driscoll. Yeah, you can get Driscoll later or Pert. I you know, I, I like Pert a lot. I think he's one of the best yeah, I think he's a good player in the draft. Where'd you want to go? I'm mm. I, I would go with DeAndre Swift. I'd get he's the best running back that I have on the board. We've period. taken him. Swift is gone. Wait. It, you what? know, we, uh, we took Swift. Oh, took we took. Okay. okay. Um, right. Like, how did he just go? I thought we were up. <laughs> 39. So, Dobbins, Terrell Lewis, Jalen Rager, Lucas Nian, KJ Hamler, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Noah Igbehenehe, Anton Winfield, Trayvon Diggs, Austin Jackson, AJ Terrell, Cushenbury, Brandon Ayuk, Cam Akers, oh. Raquan Davis, Ashton Lucas Davis. Lucas is, is a gift at 39. Are we – yeah, but are we – Okay, then then I guess answer me this. Lucas Niang or Antoine Winfield, because my vote is Winfield. Yeah, it comes down to Niang or Winfield. Well, I'll tell you I'll tell you one thing. If if that right tackle is the one that, that you were targeting and he's there again, I don't know if you're gonna tempt fate and wait for a later pick, because I don't think he's gonna be there. 
So you're going Niang, you're going Winfield. Yeah. You know what? The injury to Niang just gives me pause, so I'm going to go Winfield. Sorry, Alf. I like Winfield anyway. We can take our chances with uh, the 56. Niang is still on the board. Oh, Niang's gone. Slag. <laughs> I can't even see who he went to. Who did he go to? Oh, the fucking Jets. Ah, oh, man. 56. Well, he's going to terrible then. So we got Dobbins, Edwards, Hilaire, Ayuk, Matt Hennessy, Curtis Weaver, Michael Pittman, Cole Komet, Duga, Chin, Okwara, Jalen Johnson, Cam Dancer, Josh Uche, Tega Winogo, Troutman, Isaiah Wilson. You know, Michael Damon Pittman Arnett, this late is... Matt Peart is there. Okay. Mm. Well, then... Uh, what's, guess... uh, what's, his, what's his ranking on this? Like, 77, what's... and we're at pick 56. So we and... could probably we could Ooh. probably get him with the next pick, but it would be iffy, right? There is... Well, there's two tackles left on the board before him. So who are they, before him? Yeah, Wilson. Like who are they? Wilson at Isaiah Wilson of Georgia at seventy-one, and um, uh, Prince Tega went over at sixty-nine. Um, let's. I wanted to. I mean, this is this is luxury. I get it, but wouldn't wouldn't Josh Uche look good? Oh, he'd look great, wouldn't he? But they'll have I mean, four guys that essentially do the same thing now. Can't have too many. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we've got Matt Hennessy there as well. So we've got yeah, Hennessy. Well, this, so I, normally I would say Matt Hennessy, but I'm, I'm wondering if – I mean, my plan would probably be to, to go with Matt Hennessy right here and then go with Matt Parrott in the, uh, the next pick. But, you know – I think the Dolphins are going to be like, no, nah, we've got we've got our we've got uh, Dieter and and Karras, and that's it. Never have too many pass rushers, and God knows we haven't got any on the team at the moment. So we've got Uche, we've got Hennessy, and we've got Pierre at seventy-seven. So we have got uh, what are we doing to Hennessy, Hennessy, Uche, or go for Pert now, Pert now. now. I reckon you just want to be safe, don't you? I, don't, well, I can't you, see you, kinda, you have a gaping hole at one spot on the offensive line. If you miss out on Pierre, yeah, if you miss if you miss out, it's Sadiq Charles is at eighty-eight, but I don't with his off-field issues. I can't see them taking him. It's, it's a big big leap for Ben Barch, who's next. Yeah, you know what? You know, I, I'm going to go with the I'm going to go with the safe pick. I'm with you. I'm going to go with the safe pick. I want to get Pierre now. Let's take yes. Matthew Pierre now, just to be safe. There we go. Because we still got a pick coming around mm-hmm. at seventy, and these are our luxury on the seventy. Oh, like if we have slag, Josh Uche just went the pick before uh, to the fucking Jets again. God damn them! And we are at pick what now? We're on our pick seventy. So so far we have selected okay. Tua, Andrew Thomas, DeAndre Swift, Antoine Winfield, and Matthew Pert. God, that's a good draft, isn't it? So <laughs> it's an insane board, draft. Let's get a defensive back in here. Let's see on what's, board, what's on the board in the de- at defensive back. Edwards Hilaire, Cole Komet, Duga, Chin, Isaiah Wilson, Robert Hunt, who's an interesting interior offensive lineman, Malik Harrison, Bryce right. Hall, Willie Gay, Troy Pride, Terrell Burgess, Jalen oh, Hurts. Troy Pride, Troy Pride. Although now we have Troy Pride, I don't know. Darrell Taylor. Troy um, Pride, you know. What's, Troy Pride what kind of... Amik Robertson. Now we have an excess of perimeter corners now. Bradley Anne, Thaddeus Moss, Alex Highsmith. I was just going to ask, what's what's available specifically at like defensive tackle, defensive line? Like the, uh, the bigger guys, not necessarily the smaller Josh Uche. Okay, uh, Rashad Lawrence, Laurel Murchison, Jason Stro- Strobridge, uh, Jordan Elliott. Yeah, falls off a bit after that. Like Marlon Davidson is long gone. Yeah, and- he's gone. Edge guys, we've got Darrell Taylor, Khalid Kareem, Jabari Zuniga, Bradley Anne, Alex Highsmith, Kenny Willikers, Nick Coe. We all like Highsmith, of course. Um, yeah, of course. Offensive. And it would be realistic to take him here because this is where he's going to go. Offensive sure. interior, we've got Robert Hunt, Nite Muti, Nick Harris, Logan Stenberg, and Tyler Biadash, and Damian Lewis. Wow, Damian no, Lewis. Although I don't think he's going to be their type. They just kind of showed their hand. With Eric Flowers, uh, Damian Lewis kind of squatty guy, so so I wouldn't you know, say that he fits. Although I'd love him, I'd love him here. I mean, we all, Natane Muti, Muti to me is like, mm. yeah, yeah. 
18 Roll. games in four take, years. Though. Take your shot. Take your shot, though. <laughs> uh, yeah. Shoot from the moon. You always land on the sun. <laughs> yeah, I just saw that. What, what do you reckon? The terrible movie I was from. Um, the uh, so so I I'm kind of torn here. I Natain Mute and Muti. Um, and but also, you know, Tyler Tyler Biadash. He falls yeah. in your lap down here, and we're kind of iffy on. Do we like that. Ted Karras? We never, we never had, we never had, we never had him top two uh, in our, oh, on our I, center list, did we? First rounder last year, though. Yeah. Uh, you know, he was. It was between he and I mean, until I looked at Matt Hennessy, it was between he and um, and Hennessy uh, or and Creed Humphrey. You know, as oh. for the top, the top center position or top center in this draft and Creed went back to school. I will say this. He didn't get bad overnight. No, he didn't get bad overnight. That's the thing. I mean, he didn't have a great year. I get it, but you said that chin is available here. Is he? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Kyle Duga and Jeremy chin, but we've already taken Winfield. Don't forget. Yeah. One of, those, of sort of one of those two guys would look pretty good as a classic strong safety. Definitely. Be? Definitely. The other, the other corners, Bryce Hall, obviously very good player. Coming off the injury, uh, Troy mm-hmm. Pride, um, Darnay Holmes, of UCLA, perimeter guys. and then Amik Robertson. The Amik Robertson can play the slot. Play, yeah, exactly. The clock I like is Troy Pride best out of that group, but I just don't think he fits. Cause I don't think I'm he was much in the slot last year, did he? I'm going to say take the kid from Wisconsin. That's where I'm going. Yeah, Dash. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of, I'm kind of there. Like you know, just kind of, just. Shotgun blast that offensive line, man. Mm. Well, there Alf, it is. There we go, then. We should take Tyler Biadash. He's on the board. So we have got Tua, Andrew Thomas, DeAndre Swift, Anton Winfield, Matthew Peer, Tyler Biadash. Um, this is the biggest gap that we have now to wait from pick 73 to oh, yeah. pick This is terrible. This is where things get hard. We don't mm. like... No, this is where we take Alex Highsmith as soon as the, the pick comes around. He's gone, dude. He's gone, oh. man. He's gone. All these good players going off the board now. They all go. They all go in this in this large chasm between the two picks. And yeah. what pick is coming up here? One what? One forty-one, and we have got to Oof. it now. So Brandon Jones, the Texas safety. Uh, do you know that Brandon Jones? I read an interview with him yesterday. Do, he, do you know that um, because he was a graduate student, he spent a lot of his spare time going through every offense in the NFL and took a I think it was a 1,000-page ring binder to the combine into interviews with teams and literally just sat there and told the teams their offensive systems, which I thought was pretty impressive, <laughs> given that he had the time to do it. He said he, watched, he said he watched four games of every single team in the NFL, and his intention was to watch all 16. He said he realized that was way too much, but he watched four games on offense of every single team in the league and had a, a complete plan of how um, teams were going to attack and how he would defend them and shit, which I thought was pretty impressive. Um, so we've got Brandon Jones, Gabe Davis, who I love, the UCF receiver. We've got Alton mm-hmm. Robertson, Colin Johnson, Jason Stowbridge, Tyler Johnson, Cheyenne O'Grady, AJ Dillon, Devin Duvernay, uh, a couple of tight ends, uh, McTelvin Agin, the Arkansas. Uh, Is Harrison Bryant still there? Harrison Bryant? No, it's uh, Deguara and Devin Ace. Deguara. Uh, yeah. Uh, Is Lamar Jackson still there from Nebraska? Harrison Bryant is there, 164. I mean, Albert O is probably still there because the draft network has it ranked really low, right? Albert O just went at 134 to Baltimore. Oh, did he? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Lamarco P. Ryan is there. Um, And Lamar Jackson, did he already go? I'm just going down, dude. Um, Where are we? we? Michael Divinity. John Jennings. Lamar Jackson is 189. Now we've also got picks at 153 and 154 coming up. So okay. feels like we could get Jackson, but a little later. Is, could I ask you if Jack Driscoll is in there? Uh, hold the line caller. Uh, Jack Driscoll is not there. He just oh, went, at one, he went at 135 to Pittsburgh. Ah. Man. So the last the last picks were Nick Coe at 140, Lecky Photo at 139, Jordan Elliott at 138, Lynn Bowden at 137, David Woodard at 136, Jack Driscoll, Albert O, John Simpson, Thaddeus Moss. I mean that just tells you. Marcus Bailey went at 126, Solomon Kinley at 124, Shane Lemieux at 123. I think that shows Davis, you the 
uh, Gabe Davis, your vanity project, I think works here. Yeah. Well, so there's there's Gabe Davis, and I, I agree. Um, where do they have? Do they have? Are they one of the ones that have? I'm looking now. I'm actually looking at their rankings <laughs> to try and figure this stuff out. Um, where do they have Tyler Johnson? Because he's kind of Tyler all Johnson is 135. So Davis is 124. Johnson 135. So he, he's available. Four, five, six, seventh best player left on their board. Hmm. So if you had the choice between Tyler Johnson and nice. Gabe Davis, I would take would Gabe Davis. Because I'm leaning toward Johnson. With what we have on the roster, the guy that fits the best is Tyler Johnson. There you go. Let's take I mean, time. he can play the slot. I mean, yes. he's, he's, he's a route runner. Yep. Tyler Johnson. There we go. Otherwise, I, although I believe that Gabe Davis might be the better player long term, maybe. Oh, come, don't don't head. <laughs> don't <laughs> head. You picked pick Tyler, Tyler Johnson. Johnson. We have too many perimeter <laughs> it's too late. We have too many Sorry. perimeter wide receivers. Don't play both sides. You're, you must you must be hurting your ass sitting on both sides of the fence. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, here's a list of who's on the on the board: Alton Robinson, Colin Johnson, Strobridge, Duvernay. Uh, Devin Asiasi, Isaiah Hodgins, McTelvin Agin, Julian Blackman, Jordan Fuller, Quintus Cephas, Michael Omwenu, Anthony Jennings, J.R. Reed, Javelin Guidry, who I know they've shown interest in, Lamarco P. Ryan, Bravian Roy, Harrison Bryant, Miles Bryant, Khalil Davis, Keyshawn Vaughn. Don't you just Col- have to take Guidry just because of what he ran at the combine? Colby Parkinson, Gino Stone, Antonio Gandy Golden, Tanner Muse, Justin Heron, Tyree Cleveland, Isaiah Coulter, Jonathan Garvin, DJ Wanner, Michael Divinity. Justin Stronad, Joshua Kelly. Now, let me um, ask a, a team-building question. Shouldn't we be looking for an inline tight end right here? Yeah, potentially. Uh, right here, should we? I mean, gosh, you can get I'm not sure I'd take him here, but yeah. yeah. Like, we should be looking for one straight. soon here. I don't know. We're in the fifth round. I mean, I know not we've like got we, a lot. Not a specialized got, talent that we're looking for. I know we've got a lot of edge players, but Alton Robinson and Anthony Jennings. Anthony Jennings is interesting at this, this stage. But the guys that I would want to – I mean, there's Travis Gibson who's ranked a little bit lower, but um, and, uh, and James Lynch is probably mm. still on the board based on, based on where they've got him. Um, now you're kind of getting into the area where, yeah – just because these guys are ranked next on their board doesn't mean that we have to, you know, we can take whoever we want. Cause now yeah, of course. I, I like Travis Gibson and I like James Lynch. Um, I like the idea of getting some, uh, some more defensive line talent on the team. I think James Lynch is gone, mate. If I'm honest, I can't see him. Uh, He's on their stuff. He is ranked. I'm showing. I'm showing he's ranked like 216. Oh, there, crikey. So it so it'd, it'd no, surprise me if he's. Oh, gone. there he is. There. It's 212. Oh, 212. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can take him there if you want. Well, I, I mean, there's also Travis Gibson. Um, I prefer Lynch. I've got to say. You guys say Lynch. Yeah. I'm agnostic on both. <laughs> <laughs> so you can go ahead and take Lynch. Let's take. Oh, do you want to take him here, or do you want to wait for a bit? We can wait a little bit if there's somebody somebody y'all have that's more pressing. I'm just wondering if Anthony Jennings makes some sense here. Yeah, I I I agree. Let's take let's take Jennings because we've got another pick literally straight sure. afterwards. Let's take Jennings yeah, right. here. <laughs> that's true. And we've got we've got a pick again. This is now. Where we've got all of the picks, yeah. and at some point you're going to want to stick in your guy Marcus Bailey, right? Uh, yeah. Although is he? I got a feeling somebody fucking one sixty six. I have him 166. Yeah, some prick just took him. Oh, really? Oh, that's... That's 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 a killer. That's killer, yeah. Um, Who did take him so I can bomb their facility? Lamar Jackson should still be there. Uh, Yeah, Lamar Jackson is still there, mate. Do you want me to take Lamar Jackson? He's that safety type. Big, strong, fast, mixed plays. The one thing I think about Lamar Jackson is I wonder, is he better than... um, uh, Dane Jackson, the Pittsburgh corner, who's exactly mm-hmm. the same and played more man coverage than any corner in college football this past season. Well, Lamar Jackson plays some corner, but I think his future is at safety, and he could even be a box safety because he's a thumper. Let's so, just take Lamar Jackson. 
Yeah, he's going to be a safety at the next level. I, don't, I can't see him staying at corner. There we go. We've got a pick coming up again in... Yeah, <laughs> this is where we got a pick coming up again. We're going to pick that at 173 and again at 185. Yeah. Um, so, Quintus Cephas, Guidry, Keyshawn Vaughan, Anton Brooks, Colby Parkinson, Gina Stone, Gandy Golden, Pat Taylor, Callum Hughes, Tyree Cleveland. I'm just going to take, uh, what's his name? James Lynch. Lynch, yeah. Lynch, yeah, yeah you can. Yeah. That'll, that'll fit right we'll in. Taking Lynch there. Do we start looking at the quarterback room with the next pick? Um, we're in round six. So, you've John got- Simpson there? Steve, no, John Simpson's gone, unfortunately. You've got, so I'll go through quickly the top names in each position. Stephen Montez, Tyler Huntley, Brian Lewerke, Jake Luton, Khalil Tate, a quarterback. Hmm. Kishon Vaughan, Patrick Taylor, Sewell Olenula, uh, Joshua Kelly, Darius Anderson, Rico Dow, running back. It's a Chris good list Cephas, for that Gandhi Golden, Tyree Cleveland, Isaiah Coulter, Joanne Jennings, Kalaj Lipson, and the two Ohio State kids. The tight end, Dalton Key, it's just a it's a bunch of nothing. Terrence Steele, Trey Adams, Calvin Throckmorton, Alex Taylor, John Runyon, Tremaine Ankrum, Colton McKivitz, a tackle. Jake Hansen, Daryl Williams, Zach Shackelford, Gage Savinka, Kevin Dotson on the interior offensive line. This is the point that we've been making as well for a while, isn't it? That after free agency, all of a sudden it's difficult to work those 14 picks through without thinking, hmm, this guy's never yeah. going to make the roster. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, defensive line, Benito Jones, Robert Landers, Mike uh, Panasiuk, Garrett Marino, Robert Windsor, Ray Lima, Josiah Coatney, Darian Daniels. On the edge, Divinity, Kendall Coleman, Travis Gibson, Trevon Hill, Mike Danakash, Coughlin, Tippi Gaia, Michael Walker, Kamal Martin, Davion Taylor, TJ Brunson. I love Davion Taylor. TJ Brunson, Deli Harding, David Reese, Daniel Petuli, and cornerback Josiah Scott, Cameron Curl, Reggie Robinson, AJ Green, Levert Hill, Graylon Arnold, Levonta Taylor. Stanford, Samuels, and then we've just taken a safety, so it's unlikely that we're going to go back to that well. Hmm. Want to take I, another quarterback? Uh, or another running back? Montez, man, he's he's right there. I, uh, eh. I would take Montez, I've got to say. But yeah, what do like, you? I, I I mean, they they rank him. they rank Kaliki Hudson like pretty low, mm. and. And I'm I'm wondering what you think about that as far as like, like playing a lot. in this system, you know, because yeah. um, I think that they could borrow a little bit of what he's what he's good at for the system. I mean, uh, to me, he's he's like a poor man's Derwin, Derwin James, right? And and could he? Yeah, could I mean you can you could imagine certain roles in um, in this style of defense that he Definitely. could play. Um, that's one to keep in mind for the later picks. Uh, the only guy that you've named that I've got any feeling on with pretty much is just Travis Gibson, and that's it. He is um, 203, and we're at 185. We've already taken Anthony Jennings, and we've already got uh, a lot of free agent. So essentially, we'd have Fitzpatrick, Tua, Andrew Thomas, Swift, Winfield, Pear, Biadash, Johnson, Jennings, Jackson, Lynch. So we've got one interior defensive lineman, one corner, one safety, one running back, one edge, one receiver, two tackles, one interior offensive lineman, one quarterback. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, at this point, we're not even – I mean, if you're need picking at this point, you're doing it wrong, right? Because yeah. you're not getting anybody to fill a need right here. Yeah. No, no. The, so, here you're getting guys to to press other guys in mm. camp, and maybe there is a special teams player yeah. that you have targeted in let's, this area. Let's take Travis Gibson here. All right. I'm, he I'm has a bored. shot at making the yeah. top eight on the defensive line. I think we've got like nine picks left or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, well, that, that's why I said keep in mind Kaliki Hudson for one of them. He's ranked really low on their board. I think we've got three and picks left. We got three? Yeah. I mean, for me, I'm thinking Kaliki Hudson, a running back and a quarterback. Hmm. Let's see. what. Well, if, if Joshua Kelly is still there, I know that we all like him. Yep. Uh, he's not, unfortunately. 
Oh, he just went. Okay. I tell you who is there though, who I quite like, and he, I think he's the best blocking back in the draft, and that's DJ Dallas. Oh, interesting. Well, that'll make that'll make our um, our listeners mm-hmm. happy because yeah, yeah, and he's uh, yeah, he's my guy. I get I, asked he, about every Hurricane player ever. He literally but, does everything well. Uh, why don't we take DJ Dallas? Great. DJ Dallas sounds like a good sell. And yeah. then we'll come back and take a quarterback and and Kaliki Hudson. All right. Yeah. So we have got pick two forty six and two fifty one. So Trade here comes. What are the qu- what are the qu- Trade them for Trent quarterbacks that are available? So the quarterbacks are Jake Luton, Bryce Perkins, oh. Cole, Cole McDonald, Riley Neal, Mason Fine, Kelly Bryant, Shea Patterson, Elijah Sindler, and Jarrett Guan- uh, Garantano. Oh, is he even in the draft? Yeah, I'm not sure he is. Huh? Um, did somebody take the Iowa kid? Yeah, they did. Yeah, they're insane. Um, so you say Cole, Mc- Cole McDonald is available? Cole McDonald's available. Jake Luton, who I know they've scouted a fair bit. Mason right. Fine, Kelly Bryant. Wow, Nate Stanley actually got taken before here. Yeah, man. Nate Stanley got yeah. taken at. Yeah, I'm still I mean, if you, if you think about like they're they're looking at, we just heard today Barry um, Barry Jackson talked about how they looked in on Eric Dungy and Jordan Tamu, and um, mm-hmm. if, just if you Chiefs. look at that. If you look at that as like you know what kind of what kind of quarterbacks they're they're looking at in Chan Gailey's offense, and Chan Gailey always admires guys that can run mm-hmm. um, a little bit, then Khalil Tate is 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 a guy to look at here. Um, he's gone. Oh, he is. Uh, Tyler Huntley is he still? He's gone. Nate Stanley oh. went in the fourth round off to this. That's to insanity. Jesus. Well, <laughs> yeah. okay. Then it's Luton, Perkins, McDonald, Riley Neal, Mason Fine, Kelly Bryant, and Shea Patterson. Blake um, I don't know. I don't know if I like. Well, we we all like Jake Luton. Um, yeah, I think Let's just take Luton. Yeah, I mean, and and the Dolphins like Jake Luton. So and let's come back and take yeah. Kaliki Hudson with our last pick. Yeah, I think that's a. a there you go. So what's the hall now? So the hall is finalizing your draft. One moment. Uh, so we ended up with Tua Tungavailoa, Andrew Thomas, DeAndre Swift, Anton Winfield, Matthew Peart, Tyler Biadash, Tyler Johnson, Anthony Jennings, Lamar Jackson, James Lynch, Travis Gibson, DJ Dallas, Jake Luton, and Kaliki Hudson. That's a lot. I would, I would say one, two, three, four, five definite starters in there in mm. Thomas, Swift, Winfield, Pitt, Biadash. And two other rotation guys. Tua, obviously, is, you know, you sit him for the year. Mm-hmm. Does Tyler Johnson make the roster? I think Tyler Johnson makes the roster. Yeah. Yeah. Anthony Jennings. Jennings probably makes the roster as well, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. I think Lynch makes the roster. How many good how many good players do you think we have? <laughs> oh, wow. I think DJ Dallas makes the roster. I think Kaliki Hudson makes the roster as well. Yeah, I think I think we'd have a lot of guys making the roster. We didn't finish the year with that many good guys, yeah. I, I don't think. I, I'd be comfortable no. with that. A quarter, so two quarterbacks, two tackles, two edges, two safeties, two running backs, one interior offensive lineman. One wide receiver. There you go. Mm. Yeah, not terrible. One corner. Yeah. Not terrible. And considering that now everybody makes the playoffs, we might have made the playoffs with this roster right there. There you go, people. You got a free draft. All right. On the way out, you guys wanted to talk about it? I want to talk about it. This running back position still bereft of talent. We've added Jordan Howard. What's left there to do if not take one in the first round? like we just did in our mock draft. Simon? Uh, I assume that they'll, well, they'll look to bring Frank Gore in. I'd imagine that, 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 that feels like you know, a possible play. But beyond that, I think they're waiting for the draft where there's a lot of good players. Yeah, and I, Chris, I don't know how you feel about what's happened with Melvin Gordon, but he's just, you know, he just held out, held out, held out, held out, and ended up in Denver. For, you got to think, well, we know for a fact it's less than what the Chargers offered, but you got to think it's pretty much probably what Miami was out there with. You know, I don't know. Have you if not more. I mean, if not more. 
I think oh. I think he just played. I think he just played. Uh, his agents played uh, free agency wrong. I think they played his holdout wrong. Um, I think that he's paying the price for it. Uh, he, you know, his agent Bilbo has come out. I guess for fear of anybody calling him incompetent, has come uh, out and told him that and said that he advised Melvin Gordon to take the Chargers' offer of four for forty. And that yeah, Gordon I mean, had refused. So, for whatever it's uh, worth, you know. I mean, that, that's that's a heck of a thing for an agent to um to blame you know, blame blame every blame everything on the player. <laughs> you know, that's you're not going to be his agent for very long. That's for sure. No. Um, and maybe maybe that's maybe that's what they're looking at there. Um, we have a history with Bill Bowe to dolphins too good and bad i mean he's he's the guy that negotiated xavier howard's contract um on the one hand but also jarvis he wasn't he the you know jarvis landry he was he was jarvis landry's agent too so um yeah, i don't know that that, uh, that deshaun watson tweet is an interesting one isn't it I don't know yeah. how I, I don't know how I make it out of here clean. Can't even keep track of who plays for the other team. Iconic duos rip and split at the seams, <laughs> and then and then uh, DeAndre Hopkins has just replied with a um, with a with a sort of hands prayer in the air thing. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, that's it. We gave you a lot. This was an extended episode. We even we even did a mock draft. Okay, not live, but recorded on the air, so you guys could mull that over and i guess we'll post it tomorrow on our three yards per carry twitter account all right that's it there is no more we will talk to you guys next week thanks for listening to three yards per carry you can subscribe via itunes on podbean or your usual podcast provider